Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome to r slash pro revenge, where this roommate gets revenge on his horrible roommates by setting a number of strategical alarms throughout the morning every single day until his roommate got used to them and therefore didn't wake up anymore. I secretly trained my roommates to not respond to his morning alarms. I was in college, a senior. My roommate was a sophomore, but it was his first time living in a dorm. He'd been a pretty lousy roommate, constantly left the room a mess, left his stuff on my side of the room and on my bed, stole my alcohol and used my stuff without permission, never cleaned up my dishes after he used them, and a bunch of other stuff. I confronted him about all these issues on several occasions and got the resident advisor involved with the alcohol stealing issue because at the time he was under 21. Things still continued anyways. He asked me once if it was okay if his girl spent the night, which I said no. We were in the middle of a pandemic, plus that's especially weird if I was there. I also had to wake up every day at 8 for work, which he knew, and he would stay up until 2am playing video games some nights. Not to mention, he would set like 10 alarms in the morning with a bunch of different alarm tones. I hit a breaking point and decided to do something cruel. Every morning when I woke up, I'd observe his alarm pattern and how he'd respond. He had several alarms that he'd ignore, all with the same sound. He had a couple of half-hour alarms that had a unique sound, also ignored, and then the final alarm had its own sound too. All of them were default iPhone sounds. So his brain had been trained to this alarm pattern for a while, I'd assumed. So I started step one of the punishments, set up a sequence of alarms on my phone, identical to his sequence, but an hour early. He responded to my alarms the exact same way he'd respond to his own. I kept this up for a week and his brain was eventually retrained to sleep through double the amount of alarms as before. Then phase two kicked in, random inconsistencies in my alarm pattern. Some days I'd play all the alarms while other days I'd only play one that his brain was trained to ignore. That way his brain expects to sleep through like 20 alarms and only ever hears 11. He slept through his alarm at least four times in two weeks eventually he finally changed his alarm pattern so he'd only have one alarm and he no longer had the energy to stay up until 2 a.m yeah fair enough op doesn't sound like the best roommate to live with i agree with everything you did i think it was completely justified and let's be honest it was pretty freaking clever i don't think i would have even thought of that idea in the first place let alone have put it into place like you did brilliant stuff However, one thing I've got to say, um, what's wrong with playing games at 2 a.m.? Not that I'd ever do that, of course, but just wondering, just for like my mate who, who does that, um, you know, what's wrong with it? I'll, I'll let him know. Cheers. Now moving on to our second story of revenge. Now this one is an absolute cracker. Don't want to let me tinker. All right, then let's do business. My grandpa was a successful man and in his mid 60s, he decided he wanted to take a step back. So he started selling off his businesses. He sold his various businesses and spent the next few years traveling. As he approached 70, he got bored in addition to a few new grandchildren. So he needed a bigger house. He sold the home that he'd bought after he got back from Vietnam 
and bought this massive house on this large piece of land This property also came with a massive steel barn that looked like this now for those of you listening on podcast platforms It's pretty much a massive green barn. It looks very impressive. I'll be honest. I want one I mean, yeah, I don't know what I'd do with it, but all right, it looks cool, right? Leave me alone. Anyway, not sure if he'd ever told anyone about his plans, but right after he got the property, he dumped a ton of money into tools and equipment and converted his barn into a mechanic stream. Here are just some things that I remember it having. A professional lift, capable of lifting full-size trucks, those professional oil catches you see at Quick Loops, a dedicated air compressor system that was designed to power all his power tools, a tire machine to mount new tires, so much equipment in general, and his tool corner was a massive corner of this massive barn. His plan? To fix cars, especially for people in need. He lived in a rural community. If you didn't have a car, that was a big problem. So he let everyone know at his local church that he was willing to work on their cars if they provided the parts. He only took a few jobs a week. He was doing this to enjoy himself and help those that needed it. He'd of course change oil, change the transmission fluid and all kinds of various repairs. My grandpa was a talented mechanic. However, he kept the amount of work limited. He was also selective. If you were in need, he'd want to fix your cars. If you had the means to pay, he'd decline and ask you to go elsewhere. What a selfless man. One day, the owner of the local car dealership came by and told my grandpa that he needed to stop fixing other people's cars because he wasn't properly licensed, didn't have the proper insurance, and was hurting his business. My grandpa explained that this is just his hobby. He only does a few cars a week. The owner told him he needs to cut it out or he's going to sue my grandpa out of business. My grandpa said he laughed over this. What business was this guy going to sue him out of? The owner walked out. A little while later, my grandpa got served. He was being sued by the owner of the car dealership. My grandpa thought he'd take a trip down to the dealership and try and reason with the man. He hoped he could come to an understanding. My grandpa spoke to the owner and basically explained... One, he only works on people's cars who are down on their luck. The fact is, the people's cars that he fixes probably couldn't afford to pay a professional dealership to fix their vehicle. Two, he only does a few cars a week. And three, he's not all that interested in getting into a fight over his hobby. But he's not going to back down. Well, they ended up in court. By this point, my grandpa had hired a lawyer who was able to get the city to approve a commercial garage on his property. It helped that he lived on the outskirts of town and had six acres of property. The court told my grandpa his auto repair shop is operating illegally. If my grandpa wants to continue, he's going to need to get a business license, get the proper insurance, and if he does that, he'll be good to go. Now, what do you think a man who has nothing but time and money in this situation is going to do? He's going to get his business license and insurance, of course, which he did, and that surprised no one. But he went further. He got a dedicated phone line, ran into his shop. He hired a full-time mechanic. He put up a professional sign and he set up a little waiting area with a water cooler. What shocked everyone even more was that he ran a local TV ad saying he was a pay-what-you-can mechanic shop, reservations only. And he even put ads in the local paper saying the same thing. Guys, this guy is an absolute legend. Yes, folks, that's right. My grandpa is not only a licensed legal auto repair business, he has a certified mechanic on his payroll 
and he's running ads as for his prices they were quite simple you either bring the parts yourself and pay the mechanic whatever you wanted the mechanic got a separate wage from my grandpa so if you couldn't pay anything that was fine or have my grandpa source the parts he'd charge you at the parts and you'd pay the mechanic whatever you want my grandpa started taking jobs and boy did that shop get busy it was impossible to beat grandpa's price because grandpa was essentially paying to fix your car for you he would spend his days with a mechanic that he'd hired working on cars he loved it the owner of the local car dealership was furious and sued my grandpa again they went to court and the judge basically said that my grandpa owned a license was insured had an auto repair business what he charged his customers for his services is completely up to him even if that means doing the work for free about a year or so later my grandpa gets a call from a lawyer who says he's representing a potential buyer of the local car dealership however the buyer wants to speak to my grandpa first my grandpa agreed and he sat down with the new potential buyer who expressed his concerns about buying the dealership service is a major profit center for a dealership and he's considering buying the local dealership However, he doesn't want to do that if my grandpa is going to keep operating the way he is because obviously it's impossible for a for-profit business to compete against someone selling their services for free. My grandpa agrees that there's no way someone looking to make a profitable business could ever compete against him. So they came to an agreement. The owner buys the dealership and my grandpa would only work on a few cars a week, maybe five or six, only work on people's cars who are down on their luck and probably too poor to be able to pay a professional dealership to fix their car anyway. Any parts he needs, he will buy from the dealership and any work he declined, he'd refer to the dealership. The new owner of the dealership agreed to, dealership must agree to let my grandpa be and stay out of his way and that the dealership must hire his mechanic. They shook hands. The local dealership was bought out and for the next nine years my grandpa would fix people's cars who were down on their luck if he had to buy parts he'd buy from the dealership and as for that mechanic my grandpa hired he ended up becoming the service manager and did quite well for himself as for my grandpa when he was 80 he had a heart attack in his shop luckily one of his grandkids was there and they got him to the hospital and he made a full recovery but the doctor told him that his body just couldn't handle working in that garage anymore he ended up shutting down after that for the next three years he looked out his kitchen window staring at his shop remembering all the fun he had in his garage he passed away at 83 surrounded by friends and family ryan reynolds here from Mint mobile with the price of just about everything going up during inflation we thought we'd bring our prices down so to help us we brought in a reverse auctioneer which is apparently a thing Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Uh, yeah, that's probably one of the most beautiful posts that I've read on Reddit in a very long time It might actually be the most beautiful ever. That was just lovely Everything about that was great, you know, the small man against the big corporate business Yeah, it's not a big corporate business and you know, your grandpa's probably not a small man But in this situation, he was happy. He was chilling doing selfless work for no profit in fact losing a lot of money i reckon helping out people in the community this annoying big business comes along threatening him stands up for himself good lad 
destroying them in the meantime. It really is brilliant. I've got to say on the whole, he's just like a, just an incredible man, really. Like giving a mechanic a job, buying parts for people and only ever charging them if they can afford it themselves. Brilliant. Helping people out in general just for no apparent gain other than him enjoying it. What a good lad. And I love the fact that he was just like, you know what? No, if we're going to do this, we're going to do it big. I'm running ads for this. I'm making a waiting room. Yeah, we're gonna, if we're going to do this, we're going to do it properly. And we're going to absolutely destroy these mugs. Because why are they getting involved in the first place? No need. I don't know why you'd see it as competition, really. He was only doing a few cars per week. You're a proper local dealership. You're going to be doing more than a few cars a week, I'd hope. That's just a little hobby for Grandpa. But um, hey, you went to him in the first place and you deserve this. Unlucky. Grandpa... You're a legend. Anyway, guys, that is going to do it for this episode of r slash pro revenge. Really hope you enjoyed that. Um, That last story in particular. Brilliant. Just what a man. If you do want more content just like that, check out this video on screen. And if you are new to the channel, hit this button, subscribe, turn notifications on, and you'll be notified when I post the next video. See you all then. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.